What's up, Up Nation? It's Boy John here today, back again for another Thursday night preview. I'm coming to you from beautiful uh, Surf Coast Australia, or as the traditional landowners call it, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. It's a beautiful time of year here in Australia. The sun is shining, so of course, had to make the most of it, but still wanted to bring you the Thursday night preview. This one is between the New England Patriots are going to Pittsburgh to play the Steelers. Steelers are favorite minus six, and oh my God, this over-under is at 30 at the moment. This might be the smallest, the lowest team total I've ever witnessed in my uh, nine years of watching the NFL and <laughs> covering in that capacity. So uh, there's still, I will say, there's still value to be had that's still really worth watching from uh, a betting capacity. There's As long as there's uh, lines to bet, <laughs> we will be uh, tentatively tuning in in some capacity. But I think that there's a couple of good ones that I've come up with. Thursday night records have been really, really good. We're sitting at 42 and 17. We're at 71%. We've had a really, really good Thursday night record. Not so much Sundays, but you know what? We'll, we'll get there. There's always going to be more Sundays. That's fine. Uh, like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. really helps us out. And uh, also follow us on TikTok. We're back. And Instagram as well as Twitter. Uh, so getting to the game. So Patriots at Steelers. They're, uh, <laughs> it's gonna, I don't know how many people are going to be watching it. It's going to be cold. It's going to be about four degrees. It's going to be clear night sky, though, so weather shouldn't be too much of an impact. There will be a little bit of wind. You might even hear a little bit of wind in this recording as we are recording it outside uh, with the National Park looking on to us behind. Um, injuries to go over. So Kenny Pickett is out. He has an ankle injury. He'll be out for a couple of weeks that he sustained in last week's game. Mac Jones, not really injured, ben benched, uh, but still not going to be playing. It's going to be Bailey Zappi. I think, although actually, I think at this point, New England don't even actually know who they're going to be playing, so that should be interesting. Ramondre Stevenson has suffered a high ankle sprain. He will be out. Uh, he's going to be out for a few weeks, so we're going to fire up some Zeke props. It's going to be interesting. Uh, and Demario Douglas will be back from his concussion. He should be playing as well. So there might be a few good lines in that as well to, to pay attention to. Really quickly with DVOA, so Steelers are currently ranked 10th in DVOA, which I, that's wild to me. I was surprised to see that they're a top 10 team in DVOA. Their offense is 18, but their defense is 10, so they have been really, really good. Patriots, however, they are sitting at 26. Uh, offense is 28th and defense is 11. Patriots, on the other hand, they're sitting at 26. So uh, offense is about 28th. We've seen that been that bad, especially of recent. Uh, defense is around 11th, though, so still pretty, pretty good. But special teams, their special teams is at 31st in the league as far as DVOA goes, so not too great. But, hey, let's dive in. Let's have a look at how these defenses match up against opposing quarterbacks and running backs and receivers, and we'll see how we go from there. Okay, so we'll start with New England. They've covered their spread twice this season, week seven against Buffalo in the game that they won, which is wild to say that now, uh, and week three against the New York Jets. They covered the spread there as well. They've only covered their – they've only gone over their um, the over-under twice – as well. Uh, one was that Buffalo game as well. And then the other was the following week against Miami. So whatever they were doing there was working. Or maybe they were just playing Miami, actually, now that I say it. Um, there's not too much to really pay attention to on this side of the ball. We can see they've been fairly good against opposing quarterbacks. We saw it last week with Justin Herbert. Not sure what's happening with the Chargers offense though. there, though, but uh, we expect that to maintain. They did face the Giants as well, so probably got lucky there. But we know that the Defense is fairly, fairly okay. Uh, running backs have been fairly good at uh, stopping 
lately as well, especially scrimmage. They've stopped them. Uh, running backs have gone under their scrimmage yards the last five weeks straight that they've played. Um, but in that five-week span as well, the receiver ones have been able to get a bit of success, which has been interesting to look at. So maybe we'll have a look at a few receiver one props there. Uh, whether that's Deontay Johnson or George Pickens, we'll discuss. I'm sort of leaning George Pickens at this stage, to be honest. And then it's the same with the receiver too. So that's why I feel a bit more comfortable with George Pickens. But I'm not looking at tight end for Pat Fryermuth. He's just sort of been a bit too inconsistent for my liking. Okay, so take a look at the Steelers now. So they've actually done a fairly good job covering the spread uh, over the course of the season. Um, they sort of look like they're about 60%, which is not too bad. That I mean, there's been so many games that they've won that we haven't expected. Their record is definitely not what we would expect. They've gone under in every single game except for one since week two. So keep in mind, there's that Green Bay game in week 10. So unders are plenty, and I think that probably reflects the uh, over-under that we're looking at for the 30 here. And this spot, they haven't been... Very good at stopping quarterbacks, although more recently they have. Having said that, last week against the Cardinals, Kyler hasn't been playing amazing, so we can see why. Uh, Burrow against Cincinnati. Actually, maybe that was Browning. Or was that when Burrow got injured? I can't actually remember. Cleveland there. So a couple of divisional games there. It's hard to say. And then outside of that, the only quarterback they've managed to go under was Matt Stafford in week seven. But his total there was 280 yards, so... Actually kind of makes a bit of sense of as to why he couldn't hit that at that time. So I'm not betting any quarterback props here, though, no matter who's starting, whether it's Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones or uh, Will Greer or anyone else for that matter. Um, might actually have a look at the running back section, though. So this is where Steelers have been a bit more 50-50 at stopping running backs. It is the wide receiver one that we're looking at, though, who's been... that The Steelers have just not been able to stop at all this season. I realize last week... Hollywood Brown put up a goose egg, but I don't think that that was because of the Steelers' defense that he put up that goose. So this is an area we might like look at here, especially with Mario Douglas coming off injury. We might see some good lines there that are worth taking advantage of as well. Tight end as well. We could have a look here at tight end. I'm semi-interested in with Hunter Henry. Maybe it's because Sully was talking about him for the Sunday Slate episode, or maybe not. All right, so we'll take a look at the quarterback lines just really quickly, though, because I don't actually have a lot of information on Bailey Zappi uh, or Mitch Trubisky, for that matter, as well. But I think I'm having a look on uh, Bet365 right now here in Australia, and it looks like you can actually get uh, Bailey Zappi for around... It looks like you can actually get Bailey Zappi for around 161 passing yards so far, and Mitch Trubisky is at 183. I'm guessing Zappi's so low because there's the fear that he could get benched, so that's why they put it down there, even though the Steelers can be passed on a little bit. But again, there's not too much that we know about each quarterback. There's not too much of betting there. It's a really low over-under, so no overs in that regard. Uh, so, sorry, we couldn't spend more time on that. I just don't really have a lot of information at this point. Let's jump over to the running backs, however, though. So we know Ramondre is going to be out for this game. Zeke at this point is getting around about 60 rushing yards. He's on 59 at the moment, uh, you can find on Bet365. Uh, and to be honest, with based on how much they fed uh, Zeke after Ramondre's injury last week against the Chargers, I would not be surprised if they go back to that as well. I think there's a lot of evidence from that game that uh, that they were going to feed Ramondre a ton in that game against the Chargers, and they just couldn't end up doing it, so they did rely a bit more on Zeke. I don't think they want to rely too much on their quarterbacks at this point. Same with the receivers. I think that they know we know what they are, and there's not too much uh, to be had out of there. So 
Look, if the carry total is around 15, 16, 17, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be tight. I think Zeke's going to probably get around about that many carries. I don't know how many catches he's going to have unless sort of Zappi might be checking it down to him, we might see, or if Mac Jones comes back in as well, we might see that too. So 60, it's not a lot. And I understand Zeke is completely washed at this point. Uh, he's not really who he used to be. He's not a spring chicken that we've seen in the past. But I just think that there's a bit of value there to be had on the over. It's going to be like fine conditions as well. So not too concerned there. And I don't think the game at any point will get away from them. So I just don't see, I think there'll be a neutral game script for a long time, well into deep into the fourth quarter as well. So I'm okay with that. Um, the ones that I am actually looking at, which I think are interesting here is Najee Harris. This is a tricky one, but I wouldn't I actually wouldn't mind betting his under for his scrimmage yards, which I'm assuming are going to sit around about 65 to 70 potentially. I realize with Najee, he has had a bit of production in the last sort of like five or six weeks, and he has been fairly valuable through that stretch. I just think that this could be an ugly game. But the one I'm actually a bit more interested in, and this one you're probably going to call me nuts, but Jalen Warren under his receiving props, which could be around about 20 and a half. He's gone over that prop line once since week seven. So that's uh, seven straight weeks of hitting under, sorry, except for uh, week nine. So that was the one week where he did actually reach over 20 uh, receiving yards. So I'm kind of interested in the under 20 for this particular game. Uh, game script calls for it. We haven't seen a lot of production. There's a lot of assumptions made that Jalen Warren is the guy in Pittsburgh. It's just not the case. No matter how much we want it to be the case and how much he flashes and how good he looks, it just hasn't come to fruition. So and my first under will probably be Jalen Warren under his 20 receiving yards. But I'll let you know closer to uh, kick off for that one as well. Let's jump over to the receiving options now. And I think this is New England's sort of first primetime game because it's the first time we've actually really delved deep into the analytics here for the uh, New England Patriots. Uh, did I say Steelers before or Patriots? I can't remember. Anyway, so they've got Demario Douglas, Devontae Parker, Juju Smith-Schuster, Hunter Henry, Tricon Thornton, Keishon Bouti, Mike Gesicki, and they had Kendrick Bourne, my prince, lord, and saviour. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, who made me a lot of money in 2021, but um, he's now on IR, of course, we know. And then they've kind of had players just be injured. They've spread the ball around a ton. It's been really, really ugly, but we're looking at it now. Demario Douglas has really emerged, and this is a, a testament to Sully at the start of the season. While we were in preseason, uh, we were sort of having this great debate of Keishon Boutte or Demario Douglas, and he really uh, beat the drum for Douglas, whereas I was more on Boutte. I just was really into uh, the fact that he went to LSU, even though I knew his production was a bit sloppy towards uh, the end of his career at LSU. But Douglas really emerged as the guy here. So good call for uh, Sully, and I think we're going to be on it. I'm actually kind of interested in betting and over here. If it's around like 40 or 45 uh, receiving yards, I don't mind that. Even with Bailey Zappi, it's a bit of a sweat. Understand if you don't want to do it, but I'm kind of into it. The one I'm really not into, though, I understand Devante Parker's come alive for the last two weeks. I'm not going there. You can if you want, um, but I think there's enough evidence there to su suggest that he uh, will probably not get that. Juju Smith-Schuster, he's gone over his receiving props one time this entire season. It was week nine. 
Uh, outside of that, he has been all unders all the time. So he's a bit washed. Hunter Henry was kind to us through the first few weeks of the season, uh, but then he really dropped off halfway through. Uh, we just sort of lost him, I guess. But he he has sort of started to come alive a little bit again. I know Sully sort of backed him last week. Last week was a really ugly game. Look, the Patriots, they're going through stuff at the moment. We need to be more understanding of that. So I don't mind. Like I think that this could be a good spot for Hunter, Hunter Henry. He did have two catches last week. Uh, week 10, which was the time before that he played, he had... Uh, three or more than three. He had more than four week nine. So it is there. Uh, it is a bit of a sweat, but it's there if you want to bet it. Hunter Henry there as well. Uh, and then Tracon Thornton, can't rely on him. Keyshawn Bouti, can't rely on him. And Mike Gusecki, uh fell apart as well. We'll finish off with the Steelers here. And this is what I was talking about before. So Deontay Johnson, since he sort of had his like little outburst uh, at week 10, we haven't seen too much of Deontay Johnson. He has had some fairly high lines, I will say. So he's needed to get around 62 and a half receiving yards, which he has not been able to do since week nine. And he's had to catch at least six receptions. So he's not been able to do that since week nine as well. So he has kind of fallen off. And as he has fallen off, uh, George Pickens has really started to come alive in that time and, I think the coaching staff, I think that they're really into George Pickens at this point and the team as a whole, whereas Deontay Johnson, we saw that footage of him sort of giving up on the game, giving up on the play that he was in where the fumble kind of was left to their own devices. But um, I'm kind of semi-interested in George Pickens in this spot. It is a bit risky. We'll have to see what the final lines are. Three and a half receptions, maybe 40 yards. Is it 41 at the moment? Maybe that's an over... I, I, I'll come back to you maybe closer to the kickoff, but it is there if you want. And then Pat Frymuth, who had a great game a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm kind of not betting anything there because I think the Steelers linebackers are actually not too bad as well. So, yeah, we'll see how that one goes as well. But there you have it. So just to finish off, we'll recap our tickets. So we really like Jalen Warren under his uh, 20 and a half receiving yards. I like Zeke over his 60 rushing, and I'd probably stack that with his rushing attempts if he can, if it's sitting around like 15 or 16. I don't mind stacking that together. If it's 17, potentially. If it's 18, that's where it starts to get a bit risky. That's a high, that's a high number, though. Be surprised if you get that. George Pickens over catches. Over three and a half catches is what you can get at the moment. I'm comfortable with that. I think Mitch Trubisky can throw the ball uh, at least 10 times towards George Pickens' way, and I think he can catch 40% of those. So that's what we'll look at there. Demario Douglas over his receiving yards, the three stars. We really like that one, so maybe that'll be our lock. Um, could also go Devontae Parker under receiving, and Hunter Henry for one star over catches. Look, it's there if you want. It's going to be a bit of a sweat this game, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, that'll do it for today's episode. Thank you for watching and thanks for tuning in and listening. Like and subscribe on YouTube and uh, don't forget to follow. Hello, Papa. And don't forget to follow us on Apple and Spotify, uh, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn. No, we're not on LinkedIn. Instagram and Twitter as well. Big thanks to the Crease Rule as well from Toronto, the band you hear out there, music in our intro and our outro. They're a great band. Check them out. Really encourage that. We'll be back with the Sunday slate as well with Sully. Uh, we'll be giving you some of our much better games, much better bets. It's going to be a good Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you soon.